Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. At Bright Vibe, we believe everyone deserves to be happy. But in today's world, everywhere you turn, there is division and negativity. At Bright Vibe, we have created a global movement to bring 8 million people together who are inspired to live bright, live bold, and share bright vibes. Alone, it can be hard to change, but together we can change the world. Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. Welcome to the show today, Chester. So happy to have you on. Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. I'm Matt Lilly, and this is Chester Elton. Yeah, and great to be here, Matt. Thanks for asking. Yeah, we are so happy to have you on the show today. So we're going to dive into gratitude and appreciation today. That's you know a big part of why we wanted you to come on the show, because I think I can't think of a more important time in our at least in my lifetime and probably in your time where, where gratitude and appreciation is so much needed. Oh, absolutely. Right. Because there's such a almost, I would say almost lack of it in the general sense of the media and social media. And, you know, just in the world, it seems like we're not as generous with kindness as maybe we used to be. And so it's great to have this subject to come in and, and I'll even ask your perspective on that. I know you're an apostle, but if you were a regular human, <laughs> if you're a regular human being, what, what would you be seeing? Well, first off, can I get an amen? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I think you're spot on when you talk about the fact that there's just such a lack of, of grace and kindness mm -hmm. in the world right now. We seem to be so divided on, on so many different issues, right? Right. I've been reading a, a wonderful, actually, an audio book that I mm -hmm. highly recommend by a gentleman named Arthur Brooks. Mm -hmm. And the title uh, would lead you to believe it's a religious book. It's not. It's called Love, Love Your Enemies. He's oh, actually mm -hmm. an economist, also a very devout Catholic. And so he doesn't leave the spiritual side to the side. Mm -hmm. What he talks about, though, is that we've developed a, a culture of contempt. And the number one way you can tell if you're being treated with contempt is when you're talking to somebody and they roll their eyes, right? right. Why, why? Yeah, yeah. That's that Matt Lilly guy again. <laughs> and, and, and so he says, you know, we, we've got to get past that where we listen and we debate. He says, you know, debate is, is really important. And I'm a big believer of that. He makes a point mm -hmm. that I'd never thought of before. He says, you know, Pepsi never wants to put Coke out of business because Coke makes Pepsi better. Competition mm. makes us better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the point that will get to gratitude and kindness is he says, so we counter contempt and we say, well, you need to be more tolerant. Mm. He says, think about that for a minute. If I said, how's your marriage going? And you said, you know, my wife, she she tolerates me. <laughs> right, right. An exciting time for a husband. <laughs> yeah, you'd say, you'd say you immediately need to go to counseling. You know what I mean? I mean, right. there's something. So he says, we've got to get to the point where we actually embrace uh, different ideas. We embrace mm -hmm. different people. We uh, embrace a, a different way of getting to happiness, which is what we all want to get to. So how does gratitude and kindness mm -hmm. play a role in that? Well, I've become a big fan of Buddhism. Oh, uh -huh. I'm, yep. I'm a very devout Christian, but what I love about mm -hmm. Buddhism is yep. you can be a, a Christian Buddhist. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> right. You don't have to. Yeah. Right. Are you, are, well, and I, we're going to get off on trails. I can already tell, but uh, Adi Ashante wrote a book that, you know, he's Buddhist and he wrote a book about, I think it's, it was called resurrecting Christ or something about. And so he had talked about, he had the opposite experience, right? He went from being Buddhist and then he's really studied and dove into Christianity. And he said, it was just, a, a it's a better experience he's a better christian because he or i mean a better buddhist because he understood now what christ was about i was like interesting how that works i i you know see i i think the foundation of every major religion that you mm -hmm. can think of it, it is love it absolutely yes, is. totally right yeah. god is love right i mean that's what that's what we preach. that's what it is right it's, right it's, yeah it's unfortunately not what we tend to live it's mm -hmm. it's, it's mm -hmm. what we believe right 
Right. So uh, I, I love, I, I read Jay Shetty's book, um, I think like a monk, which I, I uh -huh. just adored. And by the way, he endorsed our book, Leading with Gratitude, which oh, was nice. just wonderful for yeah, him yeah. to do that. He said, you know, um, in the Buddhist philosophy, every word that comes through your mouth needs to pass through three doors or three gates. Mm -hmm. and the first one is, is it true? Mm -hmm. Is what you're saying true? The second one, is it necessary? Mm -hmm. Which is also a great question to ask yourself. The mm -hmm. third one is, is it kind? Right. So I'm, I'm a big fan of trying to stay healthy, particularly as I'm mm -hmm. getting older. And so I, I, went, I was at stretch, stretch Lab today. You know, they, you oh, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, they we, stretch yep. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. too lazy to stretch ourselves, right? So, yes. Anyway. This show brought to you by Stretch Lab. At hey, stretch Lab. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you very much. In Summit, New Jersey. Go to the Stretch Lab. No, Summit, New Summit, New Jersey. All right. So perfect. here's the point. I'm talking to my stretchologist. I love that uh -huh. they call themselves that. And as we thought about it, I said, for example, you know, I mean, you've got a friend, he gets married, they have a baby, and there's no question this is an ugly baby, right? And the friend <laughs> comes and says, here's our baby, what do you think? So you go through those, you say, it's an ugly baby, is that true? Yes. <laughs> is it necessary? No. It's a right, television, right. And, and is it kind? Is it kind? No. no. Yeah, so of course not. You say things like, wow, that's a baby. Good you, you know. and and i think that so often whether it's because we can do things anonymously on social media right or we're just in sound bites everywhere mm -hmm. we go we can say something that's cutting and cruel and drop the mic and walk away right and we don't in, embark in any kind of conversation so with with jay shetty's book there's a challenge there to develop your own personal mantra mm -hmm. and so i thought well i'm going to take that challenge and so my mantra mm -hmm. every morning the Buddhist part of me that wakes up, mm -hmm. yes. I, I say, you know, be be kind, mm -hmm. be grateful, mm -hmm. and be of service. Right. You know, the family I grew up in, my my grandpa, my father used to say, the only people you don't love are people you haven't served. When you oh, serve someone, you right. know, you get to know their story, you get to know mm -hmm. where they come from. You're giving of yourself; they're giving back to you, right? Mm -hmm. And 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 it's it's it served me well. Because it's it's so easy to wake up and say, "Oh, those people, whoever those people are right. in your life," and right, and 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 Arthur Brooks makes a great point where he says, "Look, we've gotten to the point in so many phases of our lives where if people don't agree with us, it's not just mm -hmm. that they don't agree with us; they're bad people and they're stupid, right? And, and they're against us. Right. I mean, I would even and, say they're against us, so yeah. we have to be against them, right? Yeah. If you're not with us, you're against you're us, against sure. us. Yeah. Right. right. And he says, of course." That's clearly not true. You know, right. we, I, we've got friends all through the political spectrum that we love dearly. Mm -hmm. do, do we agree with them on, on a lot of things? No, we don't. Right. And that's, and you know what? And that's great. Think how, mm -hmm. think how awful it would be if everybody agreed with everything you said every day. I mean, you know, <laughs> if, if everybody believed what you believe. No, 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 no. Let's not go too yeah. far. I think if my wife agreed with everything <laughs> that I said every day, I'm not thinking that's such a bad experience. I'm, I'm thinking I'm feeling pretty good, but yeah. I get see, what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And, there's and, no and, growth in that. There's no big, growth in, in, in that. Exactly. And and there's the danger, right? It, when, when we have pretty business leaders where they've surrounded themselves with people that all they tell them is yes, you're yes, a genius, yes. you're brilliant, yeah. you're right, right. 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 It's the emperor has no clothes. Mm -hmm. So uh, this idea of, look, love your enemies, the, mm -hmm. you know, it's easy to love people that love you. I mean, if you're a Christian, right. that's the, that's the, the, the Christ servant, right? Right. What benefit you if you love those that love you? There's no, there's no growth there. There's no, right. that's not noble. Of course right. you should. Right. <laughs> uh, it, it's loving your enemies and understanding where they come from. And they mm -hmm. want to get where you want to go. They just want to get there a different way. Right. Because I, I honestly believe, you know, at the end of all our stories, the one thing we all have in common, 
is we want to be happy. And, and my definition of happiness is going to be different than yours. And you know what? That's, right. that's good. Right. Happy. And, and, you know, I would say we, I, I think, you know, under happiness maybe is to be loved, to love and to be loved. Right. Because that's, that's kind of in alignment with, you know, God or the universe or, but Christ definitely right to love and be loved. So and a great and, bumper sticker. You can put that right on a bumper. Sticker. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so that's so funny. And so how do we, um, you know, on the show, a lot of times we, we talk um, theory, but then we also talk practicality of how do we do that? Cause it's easy to say that I should love my neighbors or love my enemies uh, in practice. That's obviously super challenging or they wouldn't be my enemies, right? If I loved everyone, then they aren't my enemy. Um, so how do we, you know, give it, or do you have some examples in your own life of, or with a clients that you worked with of kind of that here's kind of people in two opposite camps and, and how did you get them to either bridge or bridge yourself to kind of have a deeper understanding of the other? Yeah, I know. Listen, very insightful question. Uh, and I, I appreciate it very much because I'm a big believer in knowing people's stories. Mm -hmm. You know, you have a story, I have a story, and that story is precious to us. Mm -hmm. It's who we are. It's, it's how we've become who we are. Yeah, you could and almost so, say it's exactly how we, who we are, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we are, yeah. we are the sum of the stories that we've been told or told ourselves or the culture, right? I mean, we, we are a product of our environment almost literally. Yeah. And so once I know your story, I'm going to be a lot more open to understanding why you act the way you do, why you believe what you do and and what your rituals are. You know, and I think uh, particularly here in North America, where the population is so diverse, mm -hmm. you know, it's really interesting. Uh, we were on a wonderful uh, holiday. Um, that's the Canadian in me coming out, by the way. We don't go on vacation. We go on a holiday. I like it, but it sounds so much more pleasant. Canadians are so much more pleasant. I think Canadians do have a little bit from, I've never been to Canada, but the Canadians I have on the show are lovely people. Yes, uh, so, so they, they, holiday they sounds so much, vacation sounds like a mandatory thing that you have to, like I have to go get a colonoscopy. I have to go, I have to take a vacation, right? But when I go on holiday, that just the word is happier, right? I yeah. mean, it's just like, let's go on holiday. Let's go on a holiday. <laughs> a, a, a holiday. Where are you going to holiday? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It seems like I should get Christmas presents right yeah. off, right off the bat. So anyway, we we yes. went on this uh, uh, bike and boat trip in the oh. Netherlands, which oh, beautiful. By, by oh. the way, it was a third time we've done it. They're they're oh. amazing holidays, where okay. you you know you're, you're on a boat. That's your hotel, and you go from you know city to city. And of course, in in the Netherlands, there's canals everywhere. And uh -huh. then you you cycle all day with a bunch of your friends. You go for a bike ride with your friends, and you've got a guide and. He takes you to various museums and, and tells and, you the different history. It was really interesting uh, being in the Netherlands that um, it was fairly homogeneous. It, it really was. I mean, you could mm -hmm. see the diversity. There were obviously Asian mm -hmm. uh, Dutch and there were, mm -hmm. you know, uh, mm -hmm. African Dutch and Caribbean Dutch and so on. But for the most part, it was fairly homogeneous. Um, right. in, in the States, gosh, you know, you, you go to work and I mean, I was at uh, my beloved New Jersey Devils hockey game last night and, uh, we've won eight in a row, by the way, for those oh, wow. of you know, yes, wow. completely unexpected and beyond delightful. Well, what was really interesting is our starting goaltender with our, our five mm -hmm. starting players were six different countries. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. It was, it was fascinating. I mean, mm -hmm. there was a, a guy from uh, Switzerland, a guy from Sweden, a guy from the U S a guy from Canada, a guy from the Czech Republic mm -hmm. and a guy from Canada. <laughs> there mm. you go. I knew there was a Canadian <laughs> in there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, they all grew up differently. Now they all grew up with hockey. That's what they've got in, right. in common. That's and the their hockey common community bond. is very, very tight. 
Um, the thing is, is different languages, different different food, different culture, different mm -hmm. uh, traditions. Right. And and so if you really want to understand uh, people that you may not particularly agree with or, or even particularly like, know their stories, know their traditions. You know, there's always two things you can talk about that mm -hmm. are very safe. Religion and, and politics. And politics. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. No, you can talk about family uh -huh. and yeah. you can talk about food. Yep. Everybody's oh, proud point. of their food. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Everybody's that's true. Yeah, I haven't thought about that food one. Family, yeah. it's kind of a yeah a layup, but yeah, the food that's interesting. And you know, we're 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 business authors, so I always encourage leaders say, look, ask ask the people on your team. If you're a new leader and you don't know the team particularly well, say, hey, where did you come from? How did you get here? Mm -hmm. What do you want to accomplish while you're here? And mm -hmm. where do you want to be in two or three years? Right. Boy, if you know the answers to those four questions, you, you know a lot. And, and, you know, I've taken lots of workshops and lots of leadership courses and stuff throughout my lifetime, but, you know, they, I, and, and I was actually somebody that came on the show and I can't remember which guest it was, but basically we, we were talking about, cause they were an expert in kind of how to not do small talk, how to get into actual, cause every, you know, it's like, everybody's tired of small talk. Right. So, but they were questions like you were talking about, which isn't, isn't what do you do for a living? Right. Oh, okay. Because it, it, it turns on that part of the person's char character. And so then they're kind of in the work mode and it's, you know, but if you're talking about the things you're talking about, family, food, where are you from? How'd you get here? The, now, now these are, these are conversation questions, right? So they're not just, how are you? And you know, how's your day? And what do you do for a living? And how about the weather? Yeah. How about the weather? Yes. How about those devils? That's a great conversation. Start. But, yeah, and, and, and to your point is, and then what's really, you know, key to the whole process, mm -hmm. as we would say in Canada, yes. is uh, listen, mm -hmm. be a good listener, ask good questions and listen. Mm -hmm. and, and so, and, and people love to tell you their stories. You know, if and, I said, hey, Matt, tell me about, yeah, how did you end up with this podcast? This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And that is an interesting story in and of itself, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll save that. You can come, you can interview me someday. The, um, the, even though you are the guru of gratitude and the apostle of appreciation, yeah. I am sure that there's been some people that you did when you first met them, maybe they weren't uh, your people when you first met them, but then through your own uh, technology, your own, you know, uh, you're an author, you write these books about how to do this. Um, do you have an example of like, you don't have to give the person's name and email address, but kind of how you, how, how you bridge some, some more difficult or conflictual type relationships? Uh, you know, another, another great question. Mm -hmm. um, so let me tell you a little bit of my background that'll help you understand. Yes, my, please my do. Yes, please do. So I grew up with four older brothers. So five mm -hmm. boys. Mm -hmm. I always like to joke that I have four brothers and each one of my brothers has four brothers. It's a huge family. Anyway, <laughs> right. um, in a ridiculously happy household, you know, my, oh. my father and mother were married for 65 years and my dad was as smitten and as in love with my mother in their 65th year of marriage as he was when they met in high school. I mean, oh, that's amazing and, and rare, um, amazing and, and rare and becoming more rare. Yeah. And it's so interesting in our family. Uh, we sort of have this philosophy that we've never met a stranger. Mm -hmm. And because of that, when we meet people, even though they can be off-putting, mm -hmm. our assumption is to assume positive intent. Wow. And so, and, and we talk about that in our book, Leading with Gratitude, assume mm -hmm. positive intent. Mm -hmm. You know, when you meet somebody and they're really upset or they seem to be angry over it, there, there's a reason for that. And right. there's probably a good reason for it, right? right? 
they're having trouble with a kid, they got a speeding ticket, you know, right. what, what, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you treat them with a little bit of grace and you, and you treat them in assuming positive intent. One of the easiest ways to tamp down your anger and annoyance and your spirit of contempt is when people mm-hmm. are late for a meeting, like I was for our meeting. Today, <laughs> um, and you notice how calm and poised I am. You were wonderful. You were <laughs> wonderful about it. And and that is is that there was probably a reason for that. And right. you know, in my case, it was for whatever reason this Technology. never made it on my calendar. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And and so it wasn't that I don't want to talk with you and and have right. this wonderful and enjoyable conversation that we're having. It, it, it just dropped off the end of the table for whatever reason. And, and so my point is, is that how do you turn it around? Well, I think it starts with your attitude going in. Mm-hmm. And if you go in with the attitude, of, I'm going to assume positive intent. I'm going to assume that I've never met a stranger. I'm going to assume that once we get to know each other, we will probably find enough in common that we will find it quite, quite enjoyable, quite delightful. Mm-hmm. And it, it is so interesting that you just say, hey, look, there's going to be things about this person that I'm not going to particularly care for, whether it's their... Mm-hmm. You know, their, 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 their take on politics or their take on life or their take on raising their children or, or mm-hmm. you know, parts of the country, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. The thing is that we've always got more in common than we, than, than we think. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all love our food. We all love right. our families. We all, at least I hope, you know, we do. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and you find that common ground and you say, hey, this is, this is, this is a relationship that's, that's worth investigating this is a story that's worth hearing and and and, and with my upbringing you, that you've never met a stranger is everybody's story is worth knowing mm-hmm. so i'm going to tell a quick story then uh i was at a business conference in sydney australia and it was a it was two three thousand people from all over the world it was for business leaders and i ended up just randomly you know you have on your when you go to a conference you got on your really great here's my name and here's where yeah. i'm from <laughs> right like a right a big tag like and so and so uh so you see everybody else with the tags and i was at, at the hotel i was staying and i was just going through the breakfast buffet or i think or something and there was another gentleman and i can't remember if he asked me to sit down or i asked him but it's one of those deals where you want to meet people right it's a sure. social thing too and so the two of us sit down i'm from the states he's from iran right and it was one of those uh and i don't remember the whole conversation but the the things we focus on were like family and you know work work to some degree but really family and the funny thing was you know partway through that conversation he said i just want to be clear that as an iranian i don't hate americans and most of us in iran don't hate Americans. In fact, if you really look at America, America's done a lot of great things for Iran, which is eliminating our enemies. <laughs> we don't have to go to war. But he was like, right? Oh, he was the like, Americans will go kill all those guys. Yeah, exactly. He's like, the Americans will go do it. We don't have to do anything. We just stay inside our walls and we're good. And so we had a great breakfast and we had a nice talk. And I, you know, one, I would have never had that experience had I not been traveling and right. been open to and been open to other, you know, how to, you know, here's this person, he's just a person, right? But when you, I, I have found, just like you're saying, once you kind of get under whatever conflict may be on the surface, we're all human beings, we all have fears, it's just maybe around different things, right? Maybe I'm concerned that my family, you know, supporting my family, well, everybody, if they have a family, is wants to make sure their family's taken care of for the most part, right? I mean, so there's certain common things that just are all there. But why is it so important if we're, you know, we've kind of come through this uh, time of easy to easy to isolate. I found that I went from being extroverted to introverted, which was a unique, still is a unique experience for me. So I became less social. But through that, why is it important to 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 connect with people? Why is it important to do this? Why is it important to 
want to build these bridges with other cultures, with other people, with people that we would consider are, you know, love your enemy. Why is it important for me to love my enemy? Well, there are a hundred reasons. I'll I'll give you, you know, sort of my top three or four. Mm -hmm. Uh, One is it keeps you safer. It's a safe place to be. Absolutely. Interesting. You you mentioned something, and I'm a Mm -hmm. huge believer that a a big part of your education, and you Mm -hmm. should encourage your kids as they get older, Mm -hmm. is travel. Right. Go visit other countries. Right. You know, it's it's the old uh, Billy Joel song. You know, the Russians love their kids too. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, they do. Yep. It's so interesting. I had some friends that were very, very... um, I want to say this in a kind way. You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I can add color to it so yeah, you can be kind yeah, to your friends. Well, I can. Well, they, 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 they didn't travel a lot. Right. And, and they were in a very homogeneous community in, in yep. their part of the United States. When you say homogeneous, you mean white, right? <laughs> pretty, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Okay. For, for, for everybody listening, I can, I'll, I'll be the color man. That you means can, you white. can interpret. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're very suspect, you know, and, and by the way, with, with a lot of good reason, right? This is, you know, post 9-11 and, and, right. yep. and yep. Afghanistan and, and right. you know, Iraq and uh, very suspect of Muslims. Right. Just yep. In general, you know, yep. and it, it wasn't, they were suspect of Iranians or Iraqis or Afghanis. Right. They were suspect Muslims. of Muslims, you know, that, right. that, that's where they all fit. Yep. And so I, uh, you know, we, we worked together at a, a company and I, I traveled quite extensively and I, I traveled to Singapore, went to Malaysia mm-hmm. and uh, had a, a stop off in, uh, in, in Riyadh, you know, Saudi mm-hmm. Arabia. Mm-hmm. And I come back and, uh, and, and they said, uh, Hey, so where have you been? And so I named these people. Oh, well, did you feel safe? I said, have you ever been to Singapore? Singapore's like the safest place on the planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're safer right. in Singapore than you are getting locked in your local bank's vault. <laughs> you know? And they said, well, yeah, but I mean, but Malaysia, I mean, that's right. a Muslim country. Right, right. Yeah. So is, so is Dubai. Mm-hmm. So is Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. They said, you know what? I have to tell you, the most gracious hosts, the most wonderfully family-focused people now, I didn't meet them all. Right, <laughs> right. I mean, I, but, yep, right. And they said, you know, they invited me into their home to eat. The food was mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the call to prayer six times a day, I found very affirming. Right. Yep. And was invited into, into um, my friend's mosque. And he said, look, you can just sit there or you can participate. I said, look, I'm a, I'm a joiner. By the right. Way. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. And, and to have that experience, he goes, well, you're a Christian. I go, yeah, look, I've got Jewish friends too, by the way. Right. And I right. synagogue with them. Right. The, the idea of, of travel and spending time with different mm-hmm. languages and different food and different cultures. And you come to the, the, the realization mm-hmm. that, that you did with your experience in, in Sydney, Australia, that, you know what? We all love our kids. We all w- want to be safe. We all want to be happy. And the more we know about each other, the safer it is to have those conversations that understanding goes up, uh, kindness goes up, safety goes up. You know, mm-hmm. if, if we all stay in our silos and we've got mm-hmm. people telling us those people over there are right. your enemy and you've never right. met them. Right. I go, now, why are they my enemy? Well, mm-hmm. because they believe differently than you do. Yeah, you got to give me more than that. Right. You know, and so, you know, again, it comes back to take the time, be curious. You mm-hmm. want to be a great leader. You want to be just a better person. 
Mm-hmm. Be curious. And, and, and this is why your podcast, I'm sure, is so mm-hmm. fulfilling for you is you get to ask mm-hmm. a lot of questions. Yes, I do. Yes. Oh, and, and then you get to listen to the answers and then you get to chip mm-hmm. in, you know, your, your right. two cents yeah, yeah. And, and your take on Buddhism and travel right. yep. and, right. and, and, and so on. Um, I, I, it's very healthy. And we've got to understand that it's a healthy debate. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've never argued anybody mm-hmm. into agreeing with me. I never <laughs> shouted anybody right. into agreement. It, right, it, right. It, it's never going to happen, you know. Right. So rather than take that route, which clearly is a recipe for failure, it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. And say, well, well, tell me, tell me why. Mm-hmm. Why is that important to you? Why, why mm-hmm. do you believe that way? And, and as they start to tell you about their upbringing, where they were in some of their life experience, you go, well, you know what? I get it. Mm-hmm. Not my experience. That was your experience. Like, I get how you got there. Would you consider this and this and this and this? And, and, and we slowly come out of our corners and unlike boxers so that we can, you know, pummel each other, we come out of our corners and we come to a greater understanding. And it mm-hmm. all starts with, do I know your story and a dialogue and curiosity and, and more than anything, just listening. And that, by the way, is, is an, an incredible expression of gratitude. Mm. It, it, it just is. Mm-hmm. The fact that I would ask you the question and then listen. Right. I think is, is, is an act of gratitude. By the way, um, one other title that I'd be remiss if I didn't share with you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always better when somebody else gives you the moniker or the nickname. Right? You can't give yourself <laughs> the nickname. Yeah. Is we were at a, a conference that we were talking about working through anxiety at work, which is- You're know, uh-huh. uh, one of your books. Book, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and how gratitude plays her. Uh, he goes, you know, it's like you're the Dalai Lama of workplace trauma. <laughs> you got all these great one-liners. The Dalai Lama of workplace trauma. I mean, come on, that's, that's very clever, right? That is, yeah, that's super clever. You gotta love the Dalai Lama. He and I share a birthday, that's why. I mean, I have a special effect. I'm like, well, I've gotta be special because I share a birthday with the Dalai Lama. You know, it's so funny because I kept thinking there's <laughs> something about him. <laughs> yes and he and i look a lot alike a- absolutely now by the way back to yes I- i'd like to call him my friend arthur brooks we've never met but i've now right. read uh, two of his books and, and looking forward to the third mm-hmm. is he is good friends with the Dalai lama which makes me so envious you know and before i die i want to say you know my buddy the Dalai lama lama yes like i want to just pick up the phone and say hey dolly it's me you know? right i just um, wanted to say hello goodbye yeah <laughs> right How- how's it going you know? how's it going how's your day um, he said, why do we love and revere the Dalai Lama? Mm. Now, if you know the Dalai Lama story, at 16 years yep. old, China right. comes in, kicks him out of Tibet. They right. have no army. They have no way to defend themselves. And they clearly just wanted the natural resources and they expelled them from Tibet. Right. Right. Now, so what did but the he, Lama- Didn't he have to sneak out in the middle of the night, though? Didn't he have yeah, to escape? Oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't just that they kicked him out. It was they were going to kill him, I thought was. The yeah, thing. they were hunting. Maybe- yeah. And yeah. so he literally had to go at, in the dark, literally the dark of night and get out of the country for, right. for fear. And I think really it was his, um, the people around him that said, we got to get you out. And I think he yeah. may even had some resistance to leaving, but you know, they had to get him out for his own physical safety. Sure. So here's the thing. So why do we revere the Dalai Lama? Now, when the Dalai Lama was exiled and mm-hmm. ran for his no, life, yeah, yeah. did he try to raise an army to take the country back on? Did no, he cry no. foul? Did he call for other armies to come? I mean, was it was it death to the oppressors? Right, right. Yeah. No, in fact, and, and and I didn't know this about the Dalai Lama until mm-hmm. I read this wonderful book by Arthur Brooks. He said the Dalai Lama starts every day in prayer, mm-hmm. and the first thing he prays for is for the health and happiness and well-being 
of the Chinese people and their leaders. Mm -hmm. Now, come on. Now that right. is that is loving your enemy at a level that you and I will never, <laughs> never get to. But right. we, we we love him, and he's so revered not because of his anger and his resentment, right? But because of his love, right? And see that that to me, I, when I read that, I thought, okay, now I get it. Like now I get it. And 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 isn't that the truth of any great hero in our, you know, in our history? For the any great hero, Nelson Mandela you know, uh, Gandhi, um, right. Martin Luther King, it, it's, it, it's all about kind of, yeah, it's all about, you know, uh, justice through love, not justice through retaliation, right? Yeah. Or, or equality through love, not through retaliation. And, you know, so, so yeah, when you're talking about the Dalai Lama, that makes complete sense that, I mean, it's, again, how do we um, do that in our own personal lives? <laughs> because we don't have a, you know, we can have, we can hate people in abstract, but in reality, when we actually are, are with the, really with the people in the way you're with the people or talking about being with the people, it, it all kind of starts to melt. Even if it's just a little bit, it starts to melt, right? Yeah. Even if it's, well, I super don't like that guy, but you know what? I appreciate his passion or I appreciate his you know, you X, always, Y, Z, right? Yeah, you can you always can find always, something. Exactly. And, and, and the point is, is it, it's just a better way to live, you know, mm -hmm. holding a lot of resentment, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, anger. It's one, one of the reasons that it's just so hard, I think, in, in most uh, political discussions is it immediately gets hostile. Right. And we, we've got to figure out a way to, to, to start with basic stuff and just say, hey, look, I think we all want the same thing. You know, right. we, we, want, we want a good paying job. We mm -hmm. want to be safe. We want to mm -hmm. have decent health care. You know, we, mm -hmm. we want to be able to afford a good education. We want to make enough money that we can take a holiday. Right. right? And, and, and enjoy our lives and say, okay, now there, there, there are different philosophies on how to get there. Mm -hmm. And we can, we can agree that some work and, and, and some have worked and some didn't work and some, you know, but if that's the goal <clears throat> mm -hmm. and that's where we want to get, well, then let's figure out how we can work together to get there. And the key to all messages is isolation is, is a, leads to bad things. I'll just say it that way, right? It, it's very toxic. I, and, and when you and you when you most feel like isolating is when you most need to lean into some any type of community, well, I shouldn't say any a supportive community or person, right, just to kind of let the stress anxiety what I mean, if somebody is feeling that somebody's listening to the show today, what's the best advice you can give them or what's the best direction or coaching you would give them if they're starting to feel like they're going to isolate or starting to feel like the world's against them? What, what, yeah. what must they do? Go, go serve. Mm -hmm. Just go do something kind. Oh, nice. Help your neighbor rake their leaves. Right. Uh, take some cookies across the street. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll tell you, I, I've got a ritual that I, I, I love. I wake up in the morning and I take a little quote of, of kindness or service or mm -hmm. something and I text it to 28 people. I know that sounds crazy, but you're talking to the Apostle of Appreciation. Right, right. You have to. This so, is part of yeah. your mission, right? And and I'll tell you what it does for me, Matt, is mm -hmm. it, it, it it's a little something that I can send to people that I really care about. I started it mm -hmm. with a, a cousin of mine who had a stroke. Uh huh. And I said, you know, I, I know that there'll be this rush of goodwill and people will mm -hmm. bring food. Or, and two weeks from now, they're on, on with their lives. Right, and yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. want you to ever moved think. On that you're forgotten. So if it's okay with you, I'm just going to send you a little message every day. Mm -hmm. And he had some problems with his speech and stuff. I didn't mm -hmm. expect him to call me. And right. It's it's two years we've been doing this now. Mm -hmm. 
And he said, hey, by the way, you can cut it back to once a week. I've got this great folder. I said, great. Mm -hmm. Well, and then he had ever, uh, another stroke. Oh, gosh. And I said, I, I, I know that you just, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go back to every day if that's okay. Well, I would tell friends about it. And I say, well, can you put me on the list? Right. And, and it's just such a lovely way for me to start the day, to send a little message to my friends mm -hmm. that, hey, I was thinking about you. I care about mm -hmm. you. You're in my prayers. Mm -hmm. And here's a little something to brighten your day with a little challenge. And it's almost always, you know, set a goal today to perform a random act of kindness and just mm -hmm. see if that doesn't make your day a little better. Hmm. And so, you know, get, get out, think less of, you know, great leaders don't think less of themselves. They think about themselves less and they think about mm. their people more. Mm -hmm. So think about somebody else, get, 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 get out of your, your mindset. Woe is me. Mm -hmm. And bake a batch of cookies, uh, send a handwritten note to somebody, you know, call somebody that you haven't talked to in a long time and say, Hey, I was just thinking about you. Um, how's it going? Mm -hmm. How can I help? Mm -hmm. I I'm telling you, I, I think service is the roadmap to happiness. Mm. Love that. I love that. You've got so many great one-liners. We just need to capture them all <laughs> and do like, we, you we just need to bumper stickers. Well, well you just need to text stickers. that every, every day. And I think you should expand your, your text message list. I think you should invite people in. <laughs> I'm serious. I think you should invite, I know other, you know, people do that, but I was like, I'll, I, I'll be on the, I was like, I want to be on that list. Right. So, well, let's, <laughs> let's wrap up with this. I'm so yes, glad yes. you brought that up. Yeah, Cause yeah. Christy, who puts together my calendar, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. say, Chester, I can't believe he gave you that opening. You didn't take it. Right. We, we publish a newsletter on LinkedIn twice a month uh -huh. called the gratitude journal. Uh-huh. And people have opted in. Mm -hmm. Two hundred and fifty thousand people have opted. Oh in. my gosh! Wow! And, it's a, and, and we highlight, you know, friends that have written books. Like today, we dropped the newsletter today. Mm -hmm. Aisha Bursell, who's a dear friend of mine, has written a mm -hmm. wonderful book, "Design the Long Life You Love." Mm. Like we're going to live longer. You know, we're yeah. going to live into our eighties. Yep. Yep. Have we sat down and mapped that out? And right. what's, what's going to make that um, a meaningful and purposeful life? Well. Along with the newsletter, we, we highlight like our podcasts and different stuff. Mm -hmm. We just started. It's so funny you mentioned this. We just started. You can text gratitude to a number that's in there. Mm -hmm. And and uh, once a week, uh, I'll send you a gratitude text. Uh, a, a weekly dose of that gratitude from Chester Elton. And it's I love it. See? Yeah. See, and and I'm the one that requested. I didn't even know that existed. So where do people? I forgot about it. I'm so glad that <laughs> well, you... we, we're just starting to launch it. Right? You are you are welcome. This is the world. <laughs> this is this is this Thank is your you. environment. Saying yes. Um. So how do how do people get on that list? Just go to LinkedIn and follow me. You'll you'll see and, the uh, newsletter jump up, and then it'll uh, you text gratitude and. Uh, Follow you on LinkedIn. Okay, I'm, on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm writing this down. Follow you on LinkedIn, which is just Chester Elton E L T O N. Yeah, is that Chester right on, on LinkedIn? Okay, on LinkedIn, and um, and everything's in that newsletter. Uh, we so, also have a wonderful website called thecultureworks.com, where where we have okay. all our other our other work. But LinkedIn really is a great place um, to to and, find all the stuff we're doing and, now. I'm, I'm going to pull this up really quick. I, I, I was going to say, number. yeah, oh, perfect. That's even that's even easier. Let's yeah. do that because I was like, well, I've got to go to LinkedIn now. Da, da, da. I've got right. to, so, so yeah, what's the number? For a dose of gratitude from Chester Elton, text oh, like the word gratitude, gratitude. to 908-460-2820. That number again, 908-460-2820. Operators are standing by. Standing by. It's just a, a lovely a way to start your day. And uh, we, we all need a little more kindness, a little more gratitude, you know. Um, Adrian and I do a lot of executive coaching and, and the way I start every coaching engagement is, uh, I'll say, look, um, 
we, we've got a formula and we've got a, a, a practice. And, and if you follow it and you're coachable, you'll, you'll mm -hmm. be a better leader. I mean, you just will be. It's, right. it's, it's, it's proven it'll work. Right. If that's all we do, we, we will have failed you. And mm. they go, well, what do you mean by that? I said, I don't want to make you just a better leader. I want you to become the person that you want to be. I want you to be a better father, a better husband, a better right. partner. Right, right. And, and so I say, I want you to write this down. And this will be our mantra. And, and, and so I say, you got a pencil, take it. No success in business can ever compensate for failure in your home. Right. Yep. And, and you know, we spend so much time at work and we learn all these wonderful principles. And then we forget to take them home. You know, right. About listening yep. and teamwork and know your story. Right. Say, look, I don't want on my tombstone, this is a, a Stephen Covey thing, right? I, mm -hmm. I don't want my tombstone to read, well, that guy had an amazing podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. You know? Yeah. He was he was a great friend. He was a great father. He was of right. service. He was kind. That's what right. you want on your tombstone, right? Right. Made the world a better place. Right. Exactly. There was a ripple right. effect there. And so all these principles and all these things that you do, you know, that's that's what we want to do. We want to create healthier and happier and safer communities. You know, children that aren't afraid, that are are curious, that can travel, that can, you know, mm -hmm. appreciate other cultures and so on. So do you have a podcast as well then? We do anxiety okay. at work. Um, okay. We bring in all kinds of um, experts and counselors and business people and how do they deal with their anxiety and so on. So, right. Yeah. Um, and, and by the way, subscribe to the newsletter. It's ridiculously positive. We have more fun with that thing. And, and everything you'd ever want to know or is, is in there, our podcasts, our, our, our texting stuff, our gratitude practices, and it's, and it's all free. And, and I, I just love the, the comments. You know, we, we'll get, you know, 80, 85,000 views and, and hundreds mm -hmm. of comments and, mm -hmm. and shares. I love it when you, you write an article and you've got, you know, 50 shares or 75. Right. Yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 hey, I've got a cousin that could use this, you know. Right, right. Totally. Um, and, and, that, and that's wonderful. And, and, you know, it's just that drop of water. I, I have a, a little practice. I carry these little gratitude stones around with me. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and you know, I see somebody doing a great job or, you know, the guy mm -hmm. at the car wash or the, you know, the dry mm -hmm. cleaner, or whatever. And I said, hey, listen, I know that, you know, people don't say thank you very much to your job. <laughs> and I know it's a hard job. And I just want to know that I really do appreciate it. And this is a little right. a little token of gratitude for me to you. And then I always say, now do you know why it's a stone? And they go, well, no, like it's like it's stable or it's, you know, I said, no, it's, it's a stone because when you throw a stone into a pond, what happens to the water? Oh yeah. 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 The ripple effect. It right. Ripples. I said, and, yeah. and that the same with gratitude, Oh, a, nice. little, a little act of gratitude ripples. It just does. And mm. so let's, 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 let's be that little stone. Let's be that little pebble. Let's be that ripple mm -hmm. and uh, make somebody's life a little better. Like this, hopefully this podcast. Yes, totally. Well, thank you so much, Chester, Absolutely. for coming on today. No, grateful for your time. Have a great day. You too. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for being a part of the Bright Vibe podcast. For more information, go to brightvibe.com. That's B-R-I-T-E, vibe, V-I-B-E.com. Thank you for listening.